0: If you have been tuning in uh, for this uh, seminar, you remember that on Monday, we covered why we need to do digital evangelism. And on Tuesday, we covered some of the platforms that we can be able to use. And yesterday, Pastor Jonathan covered design. And that was an amazing presentation, Pastor Jonathan. Thank you. And um, he showed us how God communicated the plan of salvation in symbols. And he showed us how the images are uh, important in communicating the message. So he highlighted that communication, clear communication is very, very, very important. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to be touching another side of uh, content creation. Uh, yesterday we touched yep. about uh, design. Today mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about the video. Video. Yep. I, I love video, <laughs> Pastor Jonathan. How about you?
1: Amen. Yeah, I, I've grown to uh, grow for a love for video. I actually started with just design. But uh, through the years, um, I've also incorporated video, and I found that they're actually more linked than uh, we think. So video is definitely one of my um, favorites.
0: Wow, that, that is amazing, uh, because I have seen you here at Village Seventh-day Adventist Church uh, creating a lot of videos, some of the videos that we are watching uh, on education, faith moment uh, here for, for this care meeting, and you have done an amazing job. So I have... Uh, Uh, First question for you. Mm -hmm. When did you start um, getting involved in video? Hmm. When did I start? Um,
1: Well, I guess initially it would have been in college. That was my first introduction. Um, I took a class called uh, video production. And um, one of the assignments that we had to do was we had to create a short three to five minute video and Uh, Basically, talking about um, anything that we could use for ministry, like a ministry video. And so I came up with this script. Um, He taught us storyboarding. I came up with B-roll and we shot and I edited and the video was not good, but.
0: Uh, <laughs> I was about to ask you. I, I was about to ask you. It was it was very easy for you, right? You just put stuff together and the video came out really nice and good the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's a common idea. People think,
1: um, hey, can you make me this video? You just clip, throw some stuff on there, and we have a video. But uh, that's actually not the case. There's a lot more that goes on to uh, video than just that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, as Pastor Jonathan is saying, uh, there's a lot more that goes into, into video. You have to have gear, and uh, by gear we, we, we refer to the equipment that you use, the cameras, the audio equipment. You have to come w- with it and uh, position yourself in such a way that you can be able to take good videos. And you have to write a script. Pastor Jonathan has just mentioned writing a script. You don't just mm-hmm. uh, make things up. And put them together, you mm-hmm. have to be intentional
1: yeah, very, very intentional and it 's funny because you 'll spend some you 'll actually spend hours for a short three to five minute video, maybe even less, and, and people don 't see the fourth or the, um, all the planning that goes behind the scenes so
0: that is true, so tell us more about your first video that you were just telling us about my first
1: video, um, actually, if you look up my name on YouTube, Jonathan Min. Uh, it's actually on my YouTube page. <laughs> really? Um, I'm going
0: to look it up. I haven't uh, watched it.
1: Yeah, it's um, it was a college assignment, like I said. And uh, the video was about it was about God as a creator, a, a designer. And I came up with a script. And basically, the, the gist of the video is um, that it, through nature, we see God um, as our designer. And I, I had a quote in there. I said, what makes the artist different than the designer you know mm-hmm. what makes art different than design and i, I came up with uh, the answer after that it said uh, design serves a specific function and a purpose and so basically from there you show that god um, created us to have a specific purpose
0: wow yeah. wow that is amazing <laughs> i as, as I can um, testify that after that, you have made a lot of videos. You have gotten better of the, over, over oh, the years you. and learning a lot. So my yeah. next question is maybe you have touched some of the components of video, mm-hmm. but I would like to know what video is all about. This sounds more like a, a mm-hmm. generic question, but uh, do you mind explaining what video is all about? Yeah. Um
1: answer that question, it's it's a broad question, but um, to break it down, there's a couple of different types of video. Uh, you'll have um, a bunch of different types. You'll have like those hour-long sermons you'll see on, on YouTube. Uh, you'll see like short little promotional videos. You'll even see like 30-second ads and um, just various types of videos. So when we talk about video, we're not just talking about one, you know, specific type of thing. There's various formats. Um, but for me, what I've come to understand about video is essentially for good video, even if it's something as, as formal as a promo or something, something that drives good video is story. Mm. To me, that, that's what video is all about really. And, and the reason is because, you know, let's say, for example, you're watching an ad, right? And it's just giving you the facts, it's very dry, you know, it's, it's saying, this is what we're selling. Um, this is how much it is. This is how much time you have to get it. Get it now,
0: and then it's done. And then it's done. And I wouldn't want to get anything from that, freedom. right? And yeah. and
1: there's no there's no incentive for you to actually uh, there's no desire to hook you onto what what they're selling. Uh, so you are saying uh, put all those facts inside a story. Yes, yes, yes. Or or. Uh, Tell a story that will grip your viewers so that they can actually have that heart connection and then be interested in what you're giving them.
0: So you're talking about catching someone's attention.
1: Exactly, exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and Sorry to cut you off, but um,
0: more than attention,
1: I would, say, I would say good story really grips your heart. And if you can grip the heart of the people, then you can do whatever from there on.
0: Yeah. I remember a project that we recently worked on together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did uh, a video that was probably five to six minutes. Somewhere around um, the one that we took from El Salvador. Mm-hmm. We're promoting the college that is being built down yep, there. Yep. And we we took the history of the pioneers of the work mm. in El Salvador, the mm-hmm. missionaries that went there. And then we 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 told the story of how those missionaries died and they passed the baton to mm-hmm. the present day missionaries and we then transitioning, we, we transitioned into what needed to be done mm-hmm. right there and then. So was that a good example of a, oh. a, a story?
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a great example. And actually, um, I'll let you guys know, if you go to our YouTube page, villagesta.org. Uh, the video is called Ford Mission College, right? You
0: a Ford a Ford Mission. Ford, yes. Yeah,
1: Ford Mission. Uh, you'll you'll find that on our YouTube page at Village SDA. Um, interestingly, uh, the creation was actually Michael's. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about how you came up with that story. Uh, I read through the script and I was like, wow, he came (laughs) up with a very nice script.
0: That's right. I I love history, Mm -hmm. so especially history of uh, our pioneers. This Mm -hmm. is something that we can use in our church as well Mm -hmm. because we have so many amazing stories. I I love the book uh, Life Sketches by Ellen G. White. Mm -hmm. So, uh, taking that history and making it live again so that our young people will be attracted to our history, putting mm-hmm. it into video. So when I was there in El Salvador, when I was shooting uh, the, the plans of building the college and the meetings that were happening and what uh, the forecast was, I had in my mind that there's some people who who have died mm-hmm. who who never knew what uh, this story or this country would be like. Maybe they struggled by like, going through countries where mm-hmm. there were wild animals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So now there are people that have better equipment and they are building onto the work they, they have done. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to communicate that idea that this work is not just what we are doing today. Mm-hmm. They are actually people who laid the foundation mm-hmm. of this story. Mm-hmm. So when I was shooting different shots I'm thinking in my mind what needs to be communicated mm. as well mm-hmm. so that we can bring those life stories that uh, we take from our past history as a denomination mm-hmm. or as a movement so that many people will be attracted to those stories as well. Amen. And and I'll, I'll share with
1: you a little bit of what was going on through my mind when I actually saw the video. I was inspired. Amen. Very inspired. And, and that's the goal, right? That's the goal. Amen. And, and that's that's what we're trying to explain here, that's, that's what story does. And in the example that Michael, uh, the video that he made, the, the script, the storyline was intended to inspire people of the history of the work, so that when the, the college actually comes into fruition, the people can look back at that and say, wow, this, is, this wasn't just like, okay, one day we're just gonna build. You know, this came through a history, a legacy that missionaries left behind, and it leaves you with a feeling of gratitude that you're working on the shoulders of the past, and uh, it makes you grateful for where you are today. And so, uh, that story
0: inspired... Mm-hmm. That, is, that is so true, because uh, I, I just wanted to jump in, yeah. because uh, there were people online that were sending us messages after watching that video, mm-hmm. and they were saying how can I be able to be part of the mission trip? Amen. But unfortunately, that time we had uh, closed the registration yeah. and it wasn't possible for, uh, for, uh, to add more people onto the mission trip. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to stress that point that when you have a story, one other thing is that you need to have an appeal at the end, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You mentioned it uh, when you were explaining about the ad. Mm-hmm. Like, you lay the story, which has your facts, and then you have a call to action Mm -hmm. at the end Mm -hmm. so that was the same thing with that video it had a call to action this Mm. is mission Mm -hmm. uh this is El Salvador and this is village and we had message and mission mission. Mm -hmm. uh, at the end so it makes you feel like you're part of the work this Mm. uh leads us to to my next question why should we use video in ministry
1: that's a great question um And and just to explain, um, sort of the same line of thinking that I shared yesterday in my talk, a lot of times, most creatives uh, tend to side to one, um, uh, yeah, let me not get political, but uh, in any (laughs) case, um, you'll find that most creatives uh, are usually um, not, they don't like to be bound or restricted, and so, Uh, It's hard when you try to work, when you put that in a ministry setting, um, you know, you want to make sure that the story you're telling is not just uh, willy-nilly or just anything. You know, you want to make sure that it's intentional and that it's in line with the mission of the church.
0: Yes, uh, I, can, I can agree with that because what you're saying is you don't just want to give people general information. Exactly. For example, yeah. I'll, I'll keep on referring to, to, to the video that we did for El Salvador, mm-hmm. Ford Mission College. Um, if we were going to just uh, show people how beautiful El Salvador mm-hmm. is, then n- not to tie it with uh, mission and mm-hmm. what is to be accomplished in terms of the gospel, mm-hmm. it was going to be just an informational video.
1: Right, or even a, you know, a vacational video. Exactly, because El Salvador a is a beautiful place.
0: Yeah, that, right? that's true. So yeah. if we're just going to show the people the places, how nice the people are, mm-hmm. it will make people want to go to El Salvador. Mm-hmm. But how, how is this video going to tie people to the mission? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's, it's so
1: important. And many times people are not intentional when they do this. But that's that's just the point. You need to be intentional, especially when you're making content and videos for ministry. They're not just simply, um, you know, for example, the video with El Salvador. They're not just to make the place look nice and to make people want to, um, oh, I want to go to El Salvador. It looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. But again, we're, we're being intentional. And that comes when you understand what the mission of the church is about. When you when you understand uh, what what purpose you want to have for this video, then you can actually be intentional in how you record. Uh, that that influences how you record your shots, your script, everything else. And so, uh,
0: that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. So I was thinking, whilst we 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 are talking about video and ministry, I was thinking that we have referred a lot to. Uh, an organization like mm-hmm. ministry, like a church, mm-hmm. but now there are people uh, or some of our members that make uh, videos on a personal basis. Mm. Yeah, they have their true. own yeah. ministry as an individual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm thinking you can be able to make a video that just shows people, hey, I woke up today, this is what I do, this is wh- what I did, this is yeah, what I do on an everyday basis, mm-hmm but not actually communicating the gospel mm-hmm. online. So mm-hmm. do you have any advice that you would like to give to someone who is creating content for, for like on a personal basis? They're not mm-hmm. working for an organization like you and I.
1: Right, right. Um, would this be for a, a uh, Christian?
0: Yeah, so I'm Christian? a Christian. I have my YouTube channel. I okay. have my Facebook okay. account. I just post videos. Sometimes mm-hmm. I go live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I would say in
1: that case, it. I find nothing wrong with uh, doing that sort of personal feeling, that, that personal style of video. Uh, if anything, it actually draws and attracts people. Um, people can resonate with that a lot more easy, easily. Uh, a lot of times, these these more professional videos can seem corporate. And the problem with corporate is that um, in in a bigger group setting, it's inspiring. But at the same time, in a personal basis, you feel like you're not connecting. Mm-hmm. You know, it just feels like, that's that big place over there. Here I am here. How does this connect to me? That's so, right. So these personal style of videos are good. But then again, you, you don't want to just leave it there. You want to somehow tie it to uh, some bigger purpose, um, you know, whether it be whatever purpose you want it to be in your business or ministry,
0: that's right, that's right. Mm-hmm. So you want to be intentional, you want to spread the gospel as well. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with doing personal videos yeah, yeah. where you explain what you do and maybe DIY mm-hmm. videos, like, mm-hmm. uh, hey, this is how you do this and this. But as a people, we have the message to take the gospel to yeah. all the nations, tongues, and kindred. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that personal videos that you post, whether you have a YouTube channel, maybe you have your a Facebook account or Instagram, just make sure that you are communicating the gospel Mm -hmm. to other people as well. So when we started, uh, you you referred to the first video that you did, right? Mm. Uh, It was out of an assignment. So we have many of our viewers that are watching right now Mm -hmm. who are asking the question, how do I start? Mm. How do I start? Yeah. um,
1: This is how you start. You start small. (laughs) Yes. You know, there, a lot of people have this idea, and, and I've had this question too. I've always thought, um, what camera do I use? What lens do I get? You know, these things are so expensive. And um, Yeah, I've seen you with uh,
0: some of the equipment, the where fancy gimbals, the, 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 and, the gimbals mm-hmm. and something that looks like, hey, it, it, it shows a like you are mission, mm-hmm. me, men on a mission.
1: <laughs> yeah, and these things, they cost a lot of money. They're not cheap. Um, And so for the average person, you know, wanting to look for a a low budget or within their range, um, if you can't get a camera, I would say start with what you have. You know, the Mm -hmm. Bible talks about how he that is faithful in in the little things will be faithful in much. And God gives us these things. and, And the principle is that we need to use what we have and then God will then later guide us to uh, greater blessings and and tools that we can use for him. But um, a little bit of information actually. If you have an iPhone, most iPhones today can actually record in 4K and slow-mo. So that, I mean, I'll just leave it at that. That's very high quality.
0: Okay, so we are kind of tackling two questions. how do I start, and what kind of equipment? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad that you, you tied in both of them together so that yeah. uh, we can uh, hit two birds with one stone, mm-hmm. right? So I'm thinking um, there are churches mm-hmm. out there, maybe small churches or big churches, but I want to start with small churches, mm-hmm. maybe the young people in the church, maybe the um, people, <coughs> the seniors in the church. Mm-hmm. Every, everyone can make videos, right? So mm-hmm. I want to ask you, how can a church... Start a video ministry mm. or a media ministry. Maybe it might be live streaming or just short videos, promotional videos, any kinds of videos that you mentioned. How can a church mm-hmm. start a video ministry? Right, right. Practically,
1: yeah. That, that's a really good question, and and thank you for tying that back because we um, the purpose of this talk is to bring information, mm-hmm. um, not just to personal, you know, uh, to you guys personally. Of course, that's the intended audience, but. Uh, we want to remember that this is in the context of church ministry and so we're thinking of big churches and smaller churches
0: as you you said that's right um so that's right so we have small churches and uh, big churches that um, want to start their media ministry. Uh, Recently, we we got a request that, uh, how do we start? Can you guys come to our church and uh, uh, teach us how to be able to to start a media ministry? So we are looking at very simple gear. I was looking at a a testimony of someone who who had uh, an iPhone. And uh, they didn't have a media ministry at their church. So what that person did, they took that iPhone and they took a music stand. They just set it on a pew and they would live stream to Facebook the, the, the messages. So what, what, uh, what, would you, what other advice would you give to people who would like to start their media ministry at the church, video ministry? We might, we might have uh, lost your mic. Um, all right, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just continue. So um, if, you, if you're a church, a small church that is uh, looking forward to start a media ministry or a video ministry, start with the equipment that you have, then develop from there. I would like to encourage churches to actually have a budget for media ministry as well because this is the avenue that God has given us. To be able to reach the world, so here at Village Seventy Adventist Church, we we started very small. We had um, we had two cameras, and then um, we we started adding equipment as we needed it. So uh, share share a little bit more o- on that on the journey of adding equipment and uh, gear and how video started developing.
1: Yeah, um, on on that mention, you mentioned budget. Uh, just to throw this in there, um, if you're a church and you're you're low on your budget, I know it's it's hard, but uh, I want to encourage you to actually step out in faith, and and uh, that only comes when you actually believe in the power of of, of digital evangelism. And um, one way that you can actually start small is, um, for example, when when we first came here to the Village Church, I believe we only had one camera, right? Yeah one camera. And uh, from then on, uh, we've been blessed enough to have a whole variety of equipment. Uh, but um, if you have one camera, use that camera really well. And, um, you know, maybe it might not be as elaborate as you'd like, but, um, you know, make use of the resources that you have.
0: That's right. So let's talk about some of the equipment that is uh, that is out there. Like uh, we can start with the equipment that we use here. Um, can you uh, take us through like a tour of the equipment that you use sure. on a daily basis.
1: Yeah, so um, if I remember correctly we have three, three uh, Lumix Panasonic GH5s cameras mm-hmm. and right. uh, those are what you call DSLRs. Uh, DSLRs are basically camera lenses that you can actually detach the lens and put on any other different lens that you want. But we have three of those and we have Three tripods, and three lights, and a big green screen, and I think oh, and a gimbal. I I think that's I think that's it as far as equipment, and a ton of audio equipment.
0: Yeah, and uh, audio equipment as well. As you can see, this is uh, simple equipment. It's not like uh, a huge television production, right? But I've seen the videos that have been shared uh, each evening or each morning. I have seen the quality high quality you can actually have high quality but using simple equipment as well would would you like to share how you be able to achieve high quality still using simple equipment
1: Yeah um I would say let let's say for uh, for example all you have is just a camera and a tripod um and you don't have any lights uh, maybe you have something or let's say you don't even have audio one thing that you can do practically is you can take that camera that you have and assuming you have a tripod you know let's let's make it even more basic let's say you just have a camera no tripod <laughs> nothing you know, you're you're at the bare minimum a shaky camera <laughs> <laughs> um, one tip that you can do i'm telling you diy do it yourself will save you uh, when you don't have the resources. So. For example, if you if you don't have a tripod, you can use anything like a like a, a desk here or a table. Uh, you can prop it up somewhere. You can stack up books. You can be creative, and so in that way, you can use or make your own uh, DIY tripod or some sort of stand. And for audio, actually, like I said again, if you do have a smartphone, these can actually record audio somewhat well. And so if you um, record. In the audio recording software, and you actually hold it up to their mouth, mm-hmm. you can actually sync it later in post, and there you have your audio. And for lighting, um, I know when I first started out in video, I had never played around with lights. I just thought um, I, I
0: never actually saw the big deal about it. Like you just should. Yeah, you just shoot. And yeah, you see, it's bright outside there. Mm-hmm. You just point there's your camera sun, at your person. There's the light. <laughs> yeah, but is that how it works?
1: Actually, no. Um, th- there's there's something about video. You never realize good lighting in video, and that's that's just it. I mean, when it's good lighting, you won't realize it it's 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 smooth it's seamless and it, it, it looks
0: flawless you just feel that this video is nice mm-hmm. you just want to watch it
1: yeah you just get that impression wow this looks really nice
0: yeah and there are some <laughs> videos that you have made uh pastor jonathan that we have said oh we want to watch it watch it again repeat it again <laughs> repeat it again uh, how 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 do you feel when you have um made such kind of video where mm-hmm. you see that it's communicating what you wanted to mm-hmm. communicate
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I'm just going to go back quickly to the light thing, Okay. um, just to answer that. Uh, If you don't have light, make use of natural light by, let's say, if the light is shining out a window, you want to shoot to where the window light is actually coming naturally upon the person's face, and that way you can use lighting naturally without having to have lights.
0: Wonderful. And that uh, reminds me of a very important point. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing that you would like to do is to continue learning. And you can learn from other people that are are making videos as well, like uh, Pastor Jonathan and I. You can send us uh, an an email on our church website. You can uh, uh, put on our contact us page. You can uh, send us um, a note that you'd like to learn more. And you can also find tutorials on YouTube. You know, I learned a lot uh, by just tutorials. So if you want to know about lighting, you can find tutorials about lighting. If you want to know more about audio... You can uh, find tutorials on audio equipment and gear. You can find a lot more equipment. But before we move away from equipment, you do post-editing as well. It's not like uh, just shooting. So uh, tell us, what do you use for uh, post-editing? Post is just after you have recorded with your right. camera with your phone you now want to edit because there's some things that you don't want in the video or something that you want to add in the video you want to add text you want to add narration you want to add music different things so take us through that process yeah
1: um that's actually the main chunk uh, the main half of the part or the process of video making which is editing and um I use a software called DaVinci Resolve, uh, that's spelled D-A-V-I-N-C-I, Resolve.
0: And they have a free version and a paid version.
1: Exactly, and that's why I love it, actually. It's perfect for those who are in churches uh, who don't have the budget to buy these expensive
0: video softwares. That's right, that's right. So uh, do you get all you need in that free, uh, uh, free version of that software?
1: Yeah, uh, to give it a little background, I, I started video editing using Final Cut Pro. Um, I believe that cost around 150 or $200, somewhere around that range. Um, and uh, with Premiere Pro, that's another video editing software, you have to pay monthly, monthly. And it's quite a lot of money. It's around like $20-ish. Um, so that's, that's really expensive. But uh, with DaVinci Resolve, it's completely free. And um, I found that this software, although it's free, it actually has more than Final Cut, in, in, in my opinion. And, um, yeah, it just, it just has everything you need. The color grading is absolutely amazing, and, uh, you, yeah, once you use that's, it, you won't go back.
0: That's, that's wonderful. So um, if, uh, if you don't have a, a, a huge budget that you are assigning to media, you can find some free softwares like uh, DaVinci yeah. Resolve, and if you do have a budget for other softwares as well, we are not uh, we're, we're not downplaying right, those right. softwares as mm-hmm. well. You can use uh, Premiere Pro, mm-hmm. you can use Final Cut, you can use many other softwares. Uh, these days, there are other companies that are uh, not well known that are making software, so you can find something that you're comfortable with and that you can be you can be able to use as well. Is is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's definitely right. We don't want to. Uh, downplay any other softwares uh, mm-hmm. for those watching online. Um, but uh, just in the context of church ministry, uh, this is a free resource, so I would take advantage of it. But if you do have the resources and you do want to pay a little more, uh, the other choices are good as well. Wonderful.
0: So I've, uh, I've watched uh, some of your videos. They have nice background music, and you have thrown in some some uh, some videos that are from some other places that i don't even know and it just makes it so nice and so smooth. There's it's more engaging. E- there. more, more engaging. There's someone talking about maybe education, and you have that nice music in the background that, uh, that um, ties in nicely together. You have made videos for, for children's, uh, children's programs for a place to do something. You have put in kids' music that is so nice that makes it feel like these are kids' programs, right? So my question is, what are sites that you can be able to get uh, music. Maybe if you can tie in with uh, some B-roll. B-roll is just uh, videos that have been um, recorded that you can put in, um, overlay your video to express or to communicate what you want to communicate.
1: Yeah. um, So for B-roll and music or or, uh, stock footage and music, uh, first I'll talk about music. It's it's this is such an important thing, and it, again, we're, like we're saying, we're we're talking about a church ministry context, mm-hmm. and um, or, or whatever uh, context it may be uh, related to the church. But um, music is so important. Music choice is very important, and these things influence without speaking, right? You can get a lot of uh, impressions. You can get a lot. Um, it's, it speaks volumes about the video without even having to communicate with text. Music That's is right. very important, and mm-hmm. so it, it lets you know what kind of organization it is, what their values are, things like that, and so with music, you have to be very careful, but I've, I've tried out different music sites throughout the years, and I've tried Audio Jungle. Um, that is a, um, a website where you, can, you actually pay for the songs song by song. So, for example, one song will be around, like, $25. Mm. And depending upon the license, it actually gets more and more pricey.
0: Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's something that you need to pay attention to as well because there's some details yeah. in the mm-hmm. in the licensing. Mm-hmm. They tell you that uh, they, when you download this song, you cannot pass it to a friend or right, someone else. Right. You just have to use it yourself. Mm-hmm. And there are some sites that um, are pretty generous with their licenses. They say if you download it's yours, we don 't care how you use it or how right. you pass it around, so you want to pay attention to that mm-hmm. because uh, we're doing ministry for, for God, and we would like to be people that, um, uh, that are credible as well right. and uh, we, we want to we, have integrity. we want to have in- integrity as well. Yeah. so what are other sites that you have used as well? Yeah,
1: so um, that was the first site that I've used, and um, again, not to downplay or uh, show favor to anything, but um, just sharing resources for those who are looking for resources in the church. Mm-hmm. But um, I have found that I've tried out um, a website called, like I said, Audio Jungle. I've tried out um, a place called Artlist, artlist.io. And I've tried out another place called um, uh, Premium Beat. And all of these different uh, websites uh, their eyes are very expensive, or the music quality isn't that great, or if the music is there, uh, it's hard to find music without, you know, any sort of crazy drums going on or, or some sort of, like, you know, craziness going on in
0: the background. Right, right. I, I've heard the the same problem as well when I was looking for, for music to put um, in some of the videos that we have worked together. You, you find all sorts of music as well. So, you'd like to contact maybe Pastor Jonathan to to send you some names of some good uh, tracks that he has found. Sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that we can have a community. It'll be nice to have a community where we can have a group mm. of our content creators That's as well idea. that we will be able to share some of these things, mm-hmm. what worked for you and what didn't work and what a... Uh, best things that are out there as well. You've used another site that uh, you're using currently, which right. is called uh, Storyblocks as well. Would you like to share something about that?
1: Yeah, and uh, just, just to mention this quickly, the, the, uh, for the music site, I'm actually using a site called Soundstripe. Soundstripe. Uh, that's okay. sound and then stripe, as in like a zebra stripe. And this is by far the cheapest. It's 11.25 a month, I believe and you get access to a ton of songs that are unlimited. Uh, the license, you, you know, it, it's, it's not, um, the license is just once you have it, you can use it. And so I love Soundstripe. Um, and to answer your question about video, uh, I use Storyblocks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Storyblocks has an amazing, it's actually been updated since the last time that I've used it, um, before they only had a select number of videos that you could get for free mm-hmm. but now with the subscription you can download a bunch of videos and you don't have to pay for them video by video you can get a
0: whole bunch wow that that is amazing wow that is amazing you have covered this area uh, very well of uh, of um, music and bureau now we want to go to the green screen I went into the youth room downstairs, and I saw this, uh, this wall that is covered uh, with a green screen. So if someone who doesn't, know anyth- who doesn't know anything about video, if they walk into that room, they'll be thinking, what in the world is this? Why is there a green cloth that is so big on the screen? Would you like to explain to us what, what you use the green screen for?
1: Sure. Um, so the green screen is used, you know, if, if you look at it behind the scenes in Hollywood, They'll use that for um, taking out the background and putting whatever background they want in there. Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, if we had like a green screen right here right now where we're speaking, uh, we could put ourselves in the ocean or uh, we could put ourselves by the beach or anywhere else. And um, basically, in the software, in the whatever software you're using, you can edit out the green screen. And the reason why it edit, edits out so easily is because... Uh, most skin tones of people are in the orangish reddish uh, area and on the color on the color circle Mm -hmm. the opposite uh, spectrum or side of that color uh, orange is green and so meaning green is the greatest amount of contrast between our normal skin tones. so
0: therefore you can take it out very easily that's that's Mm -hmm. wonderful and uh, I've seen you throwing a variety of backgrounds that makes people uh, be in different places. Where are they at? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because uh, it's really hard to find a variety of backgrounds. Let's say you are at a church, you can you can exhaust all the backgrounds within maybe like ten videos.
1: That's that's uh, a really good point.
0: And mm-hmm. it becomes monotonous to just see all the videos with one background. Yeah. And I was thinking and looking back before we started using the green screen, we had a series of, uh, of videos that uh, you recorded in, in the sanctuary, and they all had the background of the sanctuary. Yeah. Uh, do, do you want to share something about that?
1: Yeah, so um, uh, if you tuned or subscribed to the YouTube channel of our uh, village church, mm-hmm. you'll remember that we had Jesus on Prophecy during the fall, and we actually recorded it right here near the organ. So
0: the, the, the series of videos uh, of science and archaeology, yes. they, they were called uh, Reasons to Believe, right? Yes,
1: Reasons to Believe. Right. And uh, they're actually on a playlist in our YouTube page. You can go check that out. But um, you're right. You brought up a really good point. Uh, that's an excellent point. I never thought of it that way. But you get to a point where you exhaust the amount of backgrounds or, or at least good backgrounds that you have in whatever building you're at. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, okay, where do we shoot? Right so, with the green screen, the reason why it's so uh, useful is that you can use any sort of background that you could ever want, and of course, you want to make it look realistic but it's it 's a very good tool
0: yeah, because i've seen um, in the videos with the, the educational videos i've seen you putting um, blackboards and uh, putting pencils yeah. and different different kinds and of things apples
1: in the background
0: yeah, and uh, books and all sorts of things, and those videos are nice, because if you are going to uh, just shoot it in a classroom, and you have all the teachers and all the parents, or maybe all the, the students just being in a classroom, you have chairs, and you have the, the whiteboard, it becomes very boring. Yeah, very boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Monotonous. So the green screen gives you that opportunity to take out the mm-hmm. green background and throw in an image yeah.
1: behind. Mm-hmm. And, um, just a little bit of uh, uh, tips on how to use the green screen, some very, very key tips. Um, When we first got a green screen, Uh I spent a couple hours um, in the night to tape our green screen on the wall, and um, the green screen was all wrinkled, we didn't light it properly. In our first couple videos using the green screen were pretty bad. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes you would see parts of our our bodies would flicker in and out, and
0: (laughs) So, before, before you move on, I just want to uh-huh. jump in so yeah, that I, uh, we w- don't miss that, um, that, that point that you just brought mm-hmm. up. So, it's, uh, it's uh, something that is, uh, is inevitable to make mistakes when you are doing video creation, right? Yeah. Uh, you can make mistakes. Even Pastor Jonathan, who makes nice videos, can make <laughs> mistakes, <laughs> right?
1: Oh, definitely. I, I've, yeah, and... and um, our pastoral team has a very keen eye, surprisingly, and they always notice every flaw. So <laughs> it's hard to avoid it. But um, I'm glad, and they help me to fine tune my videos. Sometimes, honestly, when you're so busy, uh, you just kind of get lazy. But um, that is a, that
0: is a very important <laughs> point because when you create your videos, you would like to have a second and a third eye uh, to go through your video because as a content creator there might be some things that you might have missed in creating your videos. Mm-hmm. But if you pass, pass your video to your friend and maybe to whoever is around you, they may be able to show you that this part of the video, you could do better if you have done this because yep. even if they're not uh, specializing in creating videos, they're the consumers. They, they can see what they like also in a video. Yeah, yeah. So it is good to consult other people as well, oh, right? It's,
1: it's very good. And, and something that uh, you'll need is, is humility. Yes. <laughs> and um, it, it's, it's hard because as, as a crea- creator, when you're making any sort of art, whether it be like um, you know, pottery or, or video design, any sort of thing that you create, you take pride in your work. Mm-hmm. And you spend long, laborious hours. And when someone comes and tears it down, it's hard. So you have to be humble enough to say, okay, maybe I have my biases in working um, on whatever project I'm working with. Maybe they have a fresh eye on it. Um, But at the same time, you wanna um, know the principles that you're working on Mm -hmm. or or, or using to uh, make the video or whatever thing you're working on. You wanna make sure that you understand uh, you're not just making it to simply look good, you're working based on principles. So at the same time, you wanna be open to Uh, Feedback, but you also want to have a reason to back up why you did the things you did.
0: That's uh, that's very true. Yeah, when you were explaining that, a a thought came into my mind because you were mentioning or uh, referring to video making as creatives, and my mind went to Genesis. God created, Mm. so God is the great creator. And um, whilst you are making videos for ministry to spread the gospel. You'd like to be inspired by the Holy Spirit as well, and you actually have a testimony of something that you made um, recently uh, whilst you're making videos for this camp meeting. You uh, tell us what, what happened.
1: Sure. Well, um, there's a variety of different things that I had to work on uh, pre-camp meeting, and um, it was a, a the the project that Michael was talking about was a logo design, a logo animation. And uh, a whole batch of videos, I believe, fourteen, around fourteen, and so to make a logo, first off, it, it it's not the process of a day or a couple hours. Sometimes it can be, but usually, especially with something as as big as, um, uh, and to explain these videos for the VAEs futures that you've been seeing throughout the week uh, for the Village School, mm-hmm. these these especially if it's a school logo. You really want to take the time and make sure that it's communicating what you want because this will be a long-lasting. So, moment. how
0: much time do you usually take, or how much time is required to make that?
1: Right. Um, I would say maybe like a couple weeks or even a month, even, even a, a month. couple months. Mm-hmm.
0: So, how much did you, did it take you? <laughs> how much time did it take you to to create it?
1: It took me around four hours. Really? Yeah.
0: So, what happened? Yeah.
1: So. What happened was I, I was so pressed for time, and I was like, I don't have no clue how I'm going to do this. I got down on my knees, and I prayed this prayer. And I remember reading in the book of Exodus, You'll, uh, if you go there, uh, I believe in Exodus chapter somewhere in the 20s. Uh, forgive me for not knowing the reference. But it's interesting to know that in the building of the sanctuary, it talks about how the artists, or the, the craftsmen who were building the sanctuary— it says God filled them, or they had the spirit of wisdom. Amen. So I, I got down on my knees. I asked, mm-hmm. Lord, as you did for them, please grant me your Holy Spirit. I can't do this without you. And so Amen. from there, God blessed. I made all, everything in a short amount of time, and it's been,
0: yeah. Praise the Lord, because there might be some someone out there, maybe a young person or someone who is working on videos or who's wanting to start uh, to, to make videos. Maybe you're looking at videos that are made by professionals. You're thinking, no i'm not qualified to 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 make videos. Very good yeah mm-hmm. and your testimony kneeling down and asking god that lord here am i you are the great creator you are the one who designed the whole planet isn't it beautiful the the rivers the oceans the grass and the flowers everything came from the design of god And he's the same God that who can give us uh, inspiration to give us something that will help us communicate the gospel in a more attractive way. So knowing that and understanding that God, Jesus is by your side, and he's the greatest designer of all designers. He can help you to be able to design uh, something that will catch the attention of people. So we are coming to the end of our our seminar here. So I just want to ask you, Pastor Jonathan, any uh, words final words for, for for the people out there that are watching. Sure.
1: Um, yeah, I would say if you are a young person or even a, an older person in ministry and you're looking to use video for ministry, um, first and foremost, recognize that everything comes from God and that Amen. God is the one ultimately who will help you to grow in your talents. Mm-hmm. Whether you realize it or not, it's easy to say, okay, I can watch a bunch of tutorials, and the thing is, the truth is, of course, we don't want to neglect that. You know, God uses the education that we've learned. Right. But at the same time, uh, we want to continually depend upon him in, in the creation of our content. So it's important to rely upon God, continue to grow and learn as much as you can. Uh, but at the same time, don't let it draw you further away from ministry because it can happen like that. But instead, see how it connects to God, see how it connects to the Bible, and it'll actually teach you a lot of lessons to grow your faith as well.
0: Amen, amen. Thank you, Pastor Jonathan, for sharing all the things that you have shared with us in this seminar. And I want to encourage you, if you are watching this uh, seminar live or you watch it later, if you have questions, just send us uh, a message. Go to our website and hit that button that says Contact Us and fill in the Contact Us form. Just send us questions. We'll be able to respond to any questions that you might have. We were not able to cover everything about content creation or digital evangelism in these these four segments of our seminar. And uh, we are planning as well to... uh, come up with a a full series that uh, covers every single detail of what we use and what we do for digital evangelism as well. But I just want to encourage you, I want to appeal to you, if you have your smartphone, if you have your device, if you have the, the simplest equipment you can have, Use what uh, you have. Use what you have. Start. Don't be intimidated by people you, you see with gimbals, with crayons, and uh, different things. They're all good. We can use them for ministry. But if you don't have all those things, start simple. Start small. God will use you. Ask advice from people that are in ministry that are using their talents and gifts as well. And let, let us create content for Christ because there's a lot of content out there that is for the world. And that is full of darkness, and we have less content that is spreading the gospel. So, I want to encourage you, I want to challenge you that God is by your side, and you can be able to create content for Him through video and design and different things Amen. as well. This media was brought to you by Audioverse,
1: a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse,